Did you send me something? No, I, saw, I sent her something. Hopefully she relayed it. But it's Did fine. you send me something? I don't when? know. I delete all my threads so often, I, it's gone forever. Is it about the sarcasm? I don't know. Fuck. No, I think it was about poop. No, I don't Did even you think you sent me? me something about okay. that. Well, I send you something about poop. Talk. I to, don't think so. Talk to the editorial oh, no. department. <laughs> no, it was the snowboarder that went up to the top of this mountain and oh, threw a giant mount. the penis. Oh, I dicks. showed him that. Look, look, do I need to turn you down? You're getting a little loud there. Bud. I think it was because of both of us at the same time. I think you get excited when you start talking about penis. Is that what it is? I think. <laughs> see. Look at his spikes. Look at his penis <laughs> spikes right there. Spike and heart. Right, should I turn you down? We're about to redline. Yes. Well, just don't talk about dick, so I won't get as excited. <laughs> okay, how about now? Is that better? I'm getting my heart rate up, dude. <laughs> yeah, I can see you like sweating <laughs> over there. It's like, did you just say dicks? I said dicks. Okay, are we good? That makes me sweat. All systems go. Prepare for countdown. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six. Today is Tuesday, March 21st, 2023, and my name is Matt. And I'm BJ. And I'm Ben. God, look at that. That's beautiful. It's it really so is. Loud. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, no, I'm that much louder, huh? Uh, this is episode 796, thejamhole.com. Check it out. That's the website. It has been for the last 15 years or so. It's gone through a couple updates. Not many, though. You it's looking know? pretty nice now. I tend to, when I find something I like, I tend to just stick with it until either it dies or I lose interest. And so, mm. mm-hmm. you know? You stick with what you know. And that that's the cool thing about just, you know, rocking the raw dog WordPress is that WordPress isn't going to lose interest. Like, that's their livelihood. So, you know, they keep coming at me every year with, like, fresh fucking themes. And I'm like, <laughs> dope. We'll go from WordPress 2019 default theme to 2022 default theme. You know, it, it just depends. It, mm-hmm. It's all, you mm-hmm. know, if I see one I like. Just moving with the times. And I see that it's a default WordPress theme. I'm all about it because mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that you're not going to like load that shit up and it's going to just like crash your whole so shit. I mean, it might, high reward. It, it might, but it, it won't like as bad as just like buying some like crazy third-party theme or something mm-hmm. that's got a bunch of shit in it I don't know about. No, dog. WordPress got plenty of shit in it I don't know about. Uh, how are you doing? Good? Good. It's interesting you're here on a, on a Tuesday. It no, is a Tuesday. Uh, no work this evening? I thought today was a Wednesday. A, you got today off? Tuesday. You get every day off from now on, Matt. Nice. You a free agent? <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's looking for a dope artist to uh, pay. Are you doing NFTs yet? Yeah, I'm doing NFTs now. Are you now? Like, yeah. Like just now? Selling beats? Just now that I said it? I've been doing that for the last three hours at least. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Since my release date. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For real though, he did like the album art on on the the last several of my albums there. So that's pretty sweet. Uh, Maybe I guess you'll have some time to to start kicking off the, the next one. Was that Greatest Hits number two? No, no. We did Greatest Hits. Yeah, I know. 
you can only do greatest hits like every 10 years. I yeah, think. it's true, huh? If you do it any more than that, it seems gratuitous. So where's the artwork <laughs> for that one? Just curious. I think oh, it's in the hall. No, you know what? The greatest hits one, uh, Trash Clan did the art. Yeah, that's for what that. I was gonna say. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't ben, do that one. Ben didn't need the money. He he. I was <laughs> yeah. like, Yo, do you want to do this album art? No, he's like, off, I don't I've think a- you've ever paid me for one. That's probably true. Yeah. But he's like, I have a job now. Your money's no good here. And so like, I I was like, All right, well, I'll get fucking, I'll get Trash Clan to do it. Right. Well, you can pay me in food. Well, I do. Gonna be. I have. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> and, and rent. You have fed me. Uh, I I have I've housed you. I've basically taken over the you role my of, father, of yes. your 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 parental units. <laughs> you have. You have. I've I've clothed you. Before I'm indebted to you. With I've artwork. sheltered you. I've fed you. Did you clothe me? <laughs> oh, you did give me a hat. When you were poor, I gave you a hand up. And a hand When job. you were in prison, I set you free. <laughs> I've kind of taken the mothering role. I actually make the food and feed them. Yeah, That's or right. order Pizza Hut. When you were one. tired, I gave you methamphetamines to perk you up to do more art. I'd, I'd take care of my babies, you know? Well, it's appreciated. I know. Uh, this is pretty sweet. Oregon, Portland, once again proving Ooh, that it keeps it weird with zero fucks given mm-hmm. in the fucking suburban in suburbia mm-hmm. portland suburbia tulatin tulatin tulat tulatin what is that it's the the spot that that this happened at tulatin tulatin i think it's mayan it's pronounced tulatin and okay. apparently back in the day the beatles spent a night there okay the old sweet briar inn uh they it call like it a brothel they call it <laughs> this. Probably was back then. Th- this thing is twelve feet tall, an aborovatai, <laughs> twelve foot tall, dick shaped shrubbery. It's <laughs> basically what we're talking about here, right in Tulatin. Did the AI write this for you or what? No. Well, I mean, I don't know if okay. <laughs> Michael Alberti for the Oregonian is an AI or not. But he probably there's is. definitely pictures here. And I guess since there's a couple people listening. What is that made out of? Live, I'm going to try to give you the... Is that a plant? Can I get a link here? Here we go. Ah. All right. So if you're watching live right now, what here we're you can at see is this dick-shaped cactus. This dick-shaped cactus that the uh, a little pixelated up there. <laughs> yeah, well, you you know you don't know like if people are are like able to to view mm-hmm. phallic stuff. You oh, know, so people so you sometimes the, they be if listening. If they're viewing your show, they should uh, be able to well, view it. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, it's a dick squatch. You should know. Classic blurry. If you're listening dick to the jam hole, there's probably gonna be some dicks being shown at some point. Yeah, every time. Um, but yeah, the this says twelve foot tall arborvitae shaped like a circumcised penis. Frankly, it's the most exciting thing to happen in Tulatin since the <laughs> Beatles spent the night there at the old Sweetbriar. And when was that in the fifties? Ba- back 60s? in the seventies, sixties. I don't know. Gotcha. The AI didn't say. Ah. The impressive Arborvate, a.k.a. the Chub Shrub. It's the brainchild of Lynn Stonick, a business owner who has lived in Tualatin, a Portland suburb, for about 24 years. Stonick says she amused herself for at least 20 years by daydreaming about shaping her front yard shrub into a dick. And then <laughs> one, one fateful August, August 28th, back in 2021, all those years ago. 
that that dream became a reality. She said, wow. quote, I was out there trimming the thing with a 24 inch bar on my head. You're thinking I'm 90 percent of the way there. Why not today? You know what? She's living her dream. She she seized it by the base of the Snardleys, and she went full-on chub-shrub. Stanek pulled her neighbors. Before she did it, she asked the neighbors. See, that's nice. What did the neighbors say? Well, they must have said yes. She asked the neighbors to see how they felt about having a penis tree pop up in their cul-de-sac. <laughs> uh, Stanek's immediate neighbors, Anthony and Natalie, they said they thought it was a fine idea. Because it's fucking Portland, because dog. It's Portland, yeah, exactly. This, this is a fine idea. Yes. And while you're at it, put one up in my yard as well. Yes, cool. Please. <laughs> Thank you. Here's $10. Give it arms and just make it so it's shooting up on top of that. <laughs> just like Edward Scissorhands, just like a line of fucking neighbors. But it's lining all just up heroin needles and dicks. Instead of scissors. <laughs> Syringes and dicks. It's <laughs> <laughs> gross. Uh. <laughs> Still, nobody threw themselves. They thought she was kidding, and she was like, "Well, oh, that's like the Louis C.K. thing. Nobody like, can threw- I jerk off in front of you, and then he just does it because they thought it was a joke, right? And then you can't say like, well, you you gave you said I could at this point, yeah. yeah, yeah. That holds up in court. Yep. Stanek said that with the global pandemic raging and American politics in upheaval, she was fed up with almost everything." Claiming the carefully sculpted aborvite, I'm probably not saying that right. I think Ab- you got it. Aborv, abortion, arborvite. <laughs> I don't know. Our abor arborvite accurately captured her feelings. It's shrubbery, right? Yeah, yeah, aborvite yeah, shrubbery. Yeah, shrubbery. Exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm, shrubbery. I'm just gonna call it a shrubbery. Uh, this shrubbery accurately captured her feelings at the time. She said, "I finally just went with it." When I first spotted the provocative shrub, I wasn't sure it was an intentional act. Then Stanek gave it a Halloween costume. <laughs> she oh, like yes. dresses yes. it up for different holidays. That's so fucking dope. I yeah, bet she's awesome. like the dopest mom. Trick or treat, smell. Oh my God, what is that? <laughs> uh, it was hard to miss the intentionality in a penis shaped shrubbery covered in yards of white polyester cobweb fabric. <laughs> <laughs> Can somebody spit that into the AI and just say, AI, show me white polyester cobweb fabric covered dick-shaped shrubbery (laughs) at night, Portland, Oregon. Thank you. (laughs) Cul-de-sac. Should we be writing that one down for the next time? Cul-de-sac for the next PS Labs render. Yeah. So does it have a face? No, it's just a just a just a dick shape. It's well done. I mean, there's video in that article there. If you watch it, it, Mm -hmm. you can see it in all of its glory, (laughs) all of its arbor. So did she decorate it like a Christmas tree? Yeah, Yeah. she did. Uh, She then she glue little bats to it around Halloween. When Christmas rolled around, she woke up one morning in a jolly fine mood, and Uh she found a white garland draped over her provocatively trimmed shrubbery. Uh huh. It Around Halloween, followed. she could have some cobwebs coming out of the tip of it on the top. Right? That'd be fun. Oh, yeah. Oh. Fun for the, the whole family. Just make it a little fluffy. Uh, it was covered with little red balls, like Christmas, and then like I herpes. decided I needed to control the narrative, and that's when she grabbed the narrative by the pubes. Uh-huh. She added lights. The Yuletide-ish bush began receiving even more attention. Hmm. Huh. People showed up at her door with decorations and gifts. And bomb threats. (laughs) With frankincense and myrrh. (laughs) Holy shit. 
are these wise men? The shrub began receiving Christmas <laughs> cards. When two carloads of people showed up one night to sing their body version of O oh Christmas Tree to her Arbora Vitae, <laughs> she, knew, she knew then it was becoming a, a big thing. Mm-hmm. Since the caroling episode, Stag hasn't missed a holiday when it comes to dressing up her chub shrub. There's no downtime either. As between holidays, she now decorates it in honor of international days or to promote bad puns. Such as penis colada. (laughs) What? Make a bad joke. I will make a joke out of your bad joke. Oh, Chepe wants to know, is is it possible to jump in? I have questions about the shrubbery. I don't think we're wired up so that, like, I don't think I would be the only one that could hear you. So probably not. But at some point, we could try to wire this up so that that people can actually come in and, and ask questions. But you can type your questions in. And then I can definitely read them and and answer them if I have answers. Yeah, that's a good method. Um, But yeah, it would be nice. We used to be able to do that. And we had like people call in and and all that. And you used to have a a hotline, right? Like a voicemail? I think the hotline is still up. I just don't have it like wired. And you don't know the number for it. I don't have the telephone. It's actually hard. Did you ever get prank calls on that? To a telephone. I yeah. guess every call to the jamal is a yeah, prank. Yeah, you call. can't really I mean you can do prank calls, but you can't like, prank a prankster. That, that's a whole like genre that I'm not trying to get into right now. Why not? <laughs> You're not into the jerky. For boys? someone that, that works from home and hangs out at home all day getting on into the prank phone, phone call. I, I that's <laughs> just like a real bad idea. Uh-huh. Just slowly go insane. Oh yeah. Chepe wants the name of the gardener. Because he wants a line of cock trip. See, I'm telling you, man, that's good that's business. A thing. Ben, you're an artist and you're out of work. And I used to landscape. I'm gonna hook you up with it's all Chepe coming together. Here. How are how are your dick shapes? And he's where? Is he in Eugene? Uh no, if I had to guess, I'd say probably somewhere like east-ish. East-ish. Nobody okay. really knows. So he's, he's flying me out a, to make the dick shrub line. He's kind in his of yard. a fixture in the I mean, uh, an airplane ticket, some money, and no problem. He'll be yeah, there. Yeah, room and board covered, please. Yeah, he'll even bring his own shaver, hedge trimmer, cutter, clipper. Do you mean pube trimmer? <laughs> uh, so yeah, she had, uh, she said her favorite day to dress up was World Vasectomy Day. I, I didn't even know that was a Is thing. that a day? Yeah, that's a day. What's, what's that day about? Let's see, do we know? Well, vasectomy's probably, but... So, so celebrating all the brave men that have All the brave men that'll never... <laughs> There's a whole day for that? Yeah, there's a whole website, wvd.org. So someone just link you to that? Did you type it in that fast? No, it was in the article. It was in the article. I was hoping... I was like, holy shit, how did that pop up? <laughs> I was hoping it was going to tell me like what day it was real quick. So she's like big but on this It's all like thing, wanting huh? me to, to sponsor this. <laughs> They're asking for oh, money here. already? November 1st through 30th. Oh, it's a whole month. A whole month? Bisecting month. Men's Reproductive Health Month. But then World Vasectomy you know, Day is a part of that. You know, okay. it's about see, time we had our own see, month. Men didn't want anything to Thank do you. with that, so they turned it into, like, anyway. No Shave November. Well, just, men like, don't get celebrated enough this. in this world. Yeah, because you know? if you shave and you get cut too much, then it turns into a vasectomy. It's a, it's a, yeah. Mm, I see. <laughs> it, the home, homemade so, kind. On that day, she decorated the shrubbery with a giant pair of scissors mm-hmm. and a thoughtfully placed bag of mm. frozen peas. Is that lady's name? Lorena <laughs> She is so weird. Uh, she reports that one woman stopped to let her know the display had motivated her foot dragging husband to get a vasectomy. Oh, Just to wow. shave his pubes. Wow. <laughs> Honey, you know what that shrubbery reminds me of? I need to go make my appointment. Ball snipped. Right I don't now. know. 
That's um, is that good? How old yeah, was this guy? I mean, that's dope. I don't know. It's his choice. It's whatever. Portland, you know, it's Portland it. staying weird. Yeah. I she, mean, if you want one, get one. Yeah. It's and if better that was to, the push that he needed, then they're reversible, damn. I guess. What is what does Dre say? It's better to need it and not, or it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. About I, vasectomies? Same thing. Is that what they say about well, vasectomies? <laughs> about guns, but yeah, no, about I vasectomies. I don't know what he well. has to say. <laughs> I always keep it under my seat. Uh-huh. My vasectomy. Oh. <laughs> Uh, according to Stanek, one social media follower told her, my friend in Belgium is always asking about your shrub. <laughs> <laughs> she has just like pen pals that like write to her inquiring as to the state of the shrub. She's like a celebrity. So dope. Uh, so just like the fictional band Citizen Dick in Cameron Crowe's 90s movie Singles, the Chub Shrub is big in Belgium. So and of does course, she have an Instagram set up for this where you can go take a picture with it? They should. post it on there. No, I don't. You can't post that kind of shit on IG, right? Why? Because it'll. You gotta like. I've seen thongs that are like. Well, yeah, writing down the center of an a, asshole, a like dick though, <laughs> oh, okay. or or like nips. Twitter, you could definitely. Twitter yeah, Twitter loves fuck. porn, is what I've heard. Twitter loves. Yeah, actually, I heard YouTube the, loves porn. Like you, now they just nah, have like nude yoga, not YouTube, naked yoga though. I don't think you can. Yeah, no. TikTok well, look it up. I, love a bit. I don't think so. I'm calling up. bullshit on that. Naked yoga on no, YouTube. I don't think that's the thing. Uh, and of course, not everybody loves the dick here, the shrub, the the dick shrub, the dick shrub, the city. <laughs> Took a hands-off approach because uh-huh. uh, a small number of people have complained, of Who? course. Who? I They've, want names. I want names now. <laughs> I want their Nextdoor profiles. Yeah, they, they complained on Nextdoor and to the local government when Tulatin started promoting itself as Tree City USA. Uh, I doubt its elected officials had her vision in mind. Fortunately for her, the city took a hands-off approach mm-hmm. to her shrubbery. They just did nothing. I, I want a, a AI to count how many dick puns and shit are in this article. Because I think we're over our quota for the week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the city's deputy city manager, Megan Gorge, George, Megan George, <laughs> she said, quote, we ran by the city attorney and there was nothing within our purview. Dude was like, excuse me. <laughs> It's like no, I went to Yale. I'm not fucking uh, no. Get get out, get the fuck. Bring me my coffee and get the fuck out of my office. Oh man. Uh, although public detractors are few, one individual attempted to kill the Trub shrub. What? By dumping a large quantity of salt at its base. Would that kill a its plant? Girthy base. It could. Really? While she was out of town, uh, she is happy to report, however, that it survived what she calls the Salt Peter incident. See, it's another one. <laughs> there have been no further assassination. Wait, is attempts. the shrub's name Peter? No, but Salt Peter's. Yeah, but it should be Salt. Yeah, Peter. Right. Yeah, or Wayne. Thank you, or Richard. Or Richard. All right, so Portland showing up. <laughs> Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to take a trip there now yeah. and just like inter like right knock on the door the as a, as like a proper journalist <laughs> and just just like pretend to be like be like we're from Vice. Oh yeah, we got <laughs> we we got that. some questions. Uh-huh. My boss sent me down here. Like, I don't want to be here. You don't want me here. Let's just get this done. <laughs> yeah. See if she like invites us in and shit. Yeah. Oh, it'd be so funny. I feel like she would want you there though. She definitely yeah. would. She's that kind of person. If she thought it was for Vice. Oh yeah, for sure. And then it just turns out it's for the jam hole. Honestly, I think she'd like you there no matter who you were there. 
Like, she just loves it. Obviously, she's dressing it up for everything. Yeah, people like that got a lot of time on their hands and probably money buried in their yard. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. Uh, I thought this was kind of Maybe that's dope. what's underneath it. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Being an archaeologist, I feel like, is a lot cooler than what I'm doing currently. Which Wait, what is, is that? Just sitting on spaces all day listening to, to virgin furries discussing their shitty JPEG investments and whatnot. But... <laughs> Archaeologists find dope shit like this. Fucking sword. Are they in your hear Discord about right now? Do you no. hear about this? What? Do you hear about this? No, how no. big of a sword is this? No, no. Nope. Sword in the stone. Excalibur. Medieval style. X somebody fucking found it. No way. In a Bosnian lake. So the legends are true. There it is. Right Except there. For no one got picture. it out of the stone. Clearly not generated by AI. <laughs> They've excavated the 700-year-old weapon found embedded in rock at the bottom of a lake. So a 14th century sword was discovered in the Verbos River, at in the Verbos River, near the village of Rakovice, in the north of Bosnia. Oh yeah, Bosnia. I cannot point to any of these places on a map. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I don't these know. aren't even real places. Yeah, where is Bosnia? Is that like, what, Eastern Europe? Uh, yeah. Eastern, Southern? I don't know. It's like Ukraine, right? No, I don't think Bosnia is... Well, uh, I'm pretty sure. Here, I actually don't Google know. Google, where no is Bosnia? <laughs> Do we need to, like, bring my daughter's map or her globe in here so here, we can just, South, like... Look, Aki, Governor, look, Southeastern European country in the Western Balkans, okay? Adriatic Sea. You know where that's at? No. It's right next to it. Right next to China? Right, yes. We're heading you, towards China? Yes. Okay. Let's just consider this in China. Keep going east. China's on the next left. Uh, 14th century sword, right? Driven into a solid bit of rock 36 feet below the surface, becoming stuck for years in water. Wait, how'd they get it into the rock? Right? Magic, yo. The sword has now been dubbed Excalibur after the legendary tale of King Arthur. That's what that lady should name that shrub. Excalibur. (laughs) (laughs) Weapon experts are now hailing the medieval discovery as a significant archaeological find. Can you imagine the dude from fucking Pawn Stars? It's just like, <laughs> I, 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 what are you trying to get out of this? Best first I of can all? do is 10 bucks. Best, I know a guy, he's an expert on these things. I'm going to, is it okay if I call him? I'm going to call him up. We're going to take a look at this. Well, see here, it says made in China. Uh, the sword was stuck in solid rock so special care was needed when pulling it out who pulled it out I was gonna say this looks like a cheat the first uh, this is the first sword found near the medieval city of how is that even so it has dual value both scientifically and historically Hmm. Hmm. and magically she added but that they ruined its value by pulling it out <laughs> but of the we stone. ripped it out of the stone nobody wants it anymore you can clearly that's why see. you can only get 10 bucks for it at the pawn stop they didn't make a video of how they got it out they pulled it out they just pulled it out they blew it they chipped the rock around it and then they pulled it out she yeah. put a video up she added that only one other sword from this period has been found in the balkans over the last 90 years mm-hmm Anal analysis of the blade shows that the sword dates back to the end of the 13th century and the beginning of the 15th century. Did you call it anal analysis? And what? No, an analysis. <laughs> analysis. <What>? Anal analysis. <laughs> the sword was discovered near the ruins of medieval castle, once the seat of Bosnian rulers, and then the U.S. went in and flipped shit. 
put what are they gonna, our what are they gonna be sword now? Didn't we put our own rulers in there? Uh, after a long and turbulent history, the castle that it was found in was destroyed in 1777. And today, a private house sits on the ruins of the castle walls, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Fucking Mongolians. Jeez. With parts of the remaining <laughs> tower. And we just watched that South yeah. Park where they make the Mongol, the shitty walk dude, build a wall around the city. <laughs> it's just so good. And then Mongolians keep coming and breaking it down. Uh, although most mythologists and historians agree that the legend of King Arthur's Excalibur is bullshit, I mean metaphor for the extraction of iron ore from stone in the event of the Iron Age, of course, <laughs> or if you watch the fifth Transformers movie, uh, you would also have learned that. I didn't watch that one. No, at the very beginning, that was the one where uh, Merlin and King Arthur were like, Arthur was having the battle and Merlin was all drunk. He's like, I'm going to save everybody. And he, he goes to where this Transformer's living in a cave and the Transformer gives him fucking what? Excalibur and so a like, dragon. And Merlin is all like drunk, fucking flying or riding a horseback. Is this really the, the plot? This sounds crazy. It's like the very, it, yeah, I don't know. It's, okay, I got it's you. It's like the intro weird. to the movie. It, it, kind of, yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah. And then like, it's like once Mark Once a long time Wahlberg ago, this crazy shit happened. Here we are. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, stupid. Is Megan Fox <laughs> on that one? Um, I Maybe, I don't know. No. Mm-hmm. Some other chick that looks just like her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Although most mythologists and historians agree this was a metaphor for the extraction of iron ore, uh, the real world, other medieval swords have been found thrust into stones, as was the case in Tuscany's Montecepi Monticepi Chapel. Mm-hmm. The Monticepi Chapel in Tuscany. <laughs> well, I went to Tuscany once. I don't think I saw that chapel there. Hmm. Have to put it on the list for next time. You're going back to the chapels? Uh, you know, I'm definitely at some point need to go back to Italy, back to the roots, back to, to the homeland, homeland, to the yeah. motherland, the yeah. mothership where uh-huh. where I'm all I'm Talk from. to the godfather? Yeah, you know, uh-huh. see like, hey, what else do you want me to do? I did all the things you asked. Mm-hmm. Like, now what? Mm-hmm. Now maybe you kiss my ring. I don't know how this works. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen half of the first one. I haven't seen the other two. Uh, did you watch cocaine bear i haven't i was supposed no? to go see it it's in the theater still i think is it i think we watched uh, okay. it here we, we watched it on the google but, was it uh, amazing or what i just it, it was better than i expected because sure. i i kept seeing like dumb fuck ads for it and like usually when i see dumb fuck ads like that i just like ignore right. the film but this seemed like a an interesting film it looks like very a, self-aware is what yeah, i thought yeah, yeah. exactly right. campy but it knows it's campy so it's gonna be like extra and, yeah. and it's got like ice it's cubes embracing kid, it and it's I, but the thing that got me was like it's cocaine which is dope and like the flight smugglers and all that shit and like based on a true story but then you watch it and you're like okay like how much of this <laughs> is actually like the first five minutes where cocaine goes out the plane and the dude and then the bear gets it, and right. then is everything else after that like full on? It's a fiction. Yeah, movie, I had yes. to go look at it. <laughs> it. It's all poetic license from that point uh, forward. Yes, I had to go look, and I did some research. Some of that. Okay, so so did the bear ever attack anyone in real life? The bear did, right? Oh, I don't. Know. And there was cocaine ingested by bears. I knew that part. Yeah, but what I, yes, I'm, I'm guessing died. the park ranger didn't shoot the kid in the fucking head <laughs> with the revolver. I sorry, spoiler alert. IRL <laughs> in this documentary. This ranger like shoots this fucking this ne'er do well in the fucking head with like a forty five revolver, just puts a hole in it. Like yeah. 
So it, it's like that sort of shit. I wonder like how much of that was actual. I like the like the comedy horror genre. Yeah. And it's that, like kind of fun, but kind of dark. Like I enjoy that. That's exactly what this was. Yeah, yeah. So if you were like passing it up because you were like, oh, that's dumb. Like it's totally dumb, but it's a fun dumb. And it's the kind of dumb that's like, yeah, exactly. You you need. I knew that seeing the trailers. You need like, dumb. This looks fucking awesome. You need to have fun dumb sometimes. Was it better than Snakes on Planes? I would say on par with Anaconda, OG Anaconda, right? The first one with <laughs> yeah, Ice yeah. Cube and shit, uh-huh. and snakes on on planes, oh, and maybe cool. Eight Legged Freaks. I would say as well. Mm-hmm. The follow up to the hit 1980s documentary Arachnophobia. God damn, that movie that scared the movie. piss out of me <laughs> when I was a kid. I couldn't handle it. Ooh, yeah, that one will get you. Really so there was a corrupt agent really? who was the one who jumped out of the plane, right? He did lose his cocaine. I am shocked. <laughs> he did lose some cocaine. A lot of cocaine. All agents were corrupt. Mm-hmm. And the bear, what was it? Um, Grizzly. Yeah. No, that's not what I meant. Polar then. bear. Black bear. <laughs> Black bear. Polar bear. He's actually Smokey somewhere <laughs> in a mall in Tennessee now. Like he just mm-hmm. kicks it in the mall and they have like cocaine. Um, what they just they feed him? him cocaine. They just leave cocaine no, out for all stuff, the kids. No, they take a picture body of mom, in the middle can we of a mall. Go, no way. Can we get yeah. some cocaine to <laughs> yeah. feed to the bear at the mall, mom? <laughs> cocaine bear is a stuff thing we can go get a picture with in a mall. <laughs> Put that yeah. on the road trip list. Holy <laughs> yes. fuck. On the bucket list. That's awesome. But they real. have him as Pablo Escobar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. In there. I and that's clever. in the clever. center of the mall. And the story is there as to... And he just OD'd on it after, you is know, it just a few like, hours. They didn't find him for like 40 days. Yeah, and the secret is if you cut its stomach open and reach inside, you find a brick of coke. You Take find Pablo's <laughs> last kilo. The golden uh, he, key. How much was in his fucking stomach? I don't remember how much he was found with in his stomach, but it was it needs to obscene be a lot. amounts that was still in there. I also, yeah. I feel like this movie could not have been made in a different time frame mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the amount of like CG required to get mm-hmm. a bear to do cocaine and make it look like halfway legit. Yeah. I don't think you could have done this in any other, you know, mm-hmm. like decade. It had to be now. Mm-hmm. Cause well, it, it was, it was, it was pretty it well pretty done. Well. I wonder what the budget was. It was yeah, more believable. Look horrible. It was like, more believable than Merlin and the transforming dragon. Oh yeah. <laughs> In the last night. Yeah, so, realistic dragons seem like a very... Take from that what you will, Michael yeah. Bay. I mean, you know... Actually, I don't even think Michael Bay did that one. But Anyway, yeah, uh, Cocaine Bear, not bad. So and that was starring Ice Cube's son? Ice Cube's son, yes. And then after that, we had to watch Wait. Straight Outta Compton, because she was like, wow, he looks like Ice Cube. I'm like, oh, damn, if you think he looks like Ice Cube here, like, Wait, check it out. When he plays Ice, Ice Cube, Cube and, like, oh, okay. talks like him and shit. <laughs> yeah, that shit was dope. Uh, so it's finally happened. I know everybody knows that, uh, you know, there's a lot of sarcasm that gets used. A lot uh, of sarcasm gets bandied around on Twitter, on crypto Twitter, especially. I know our friends Ghostface and Chepe here uh, can can appreciate the amount of, of sarcasm that that is just, you know, running rampant, basically, in our, our everyday Destroying this country from the inside out. Basically, we've somehow managed to create so much sarcasm that it's the AI started speaking in it. it, It's in the oceans now. (laughs) Yes. And there's a giant microplastics. No, that, well, no, this is no shit. There's so much sarcasm. Now it's, it's turned into a floating blob or what they're calling a bloom of sarcasm. 
And it's created a belt that stretches from the coast of Africa to the Caribbean or the Caribbean. The words depending on where you're you're from. Mm -hmm. It's about 5000 miles long. So that's a lot of sarcasm. Mm -hmm. Twice the length of the U.S. visible from space. This began as an anomaly back in 2011. You remember back in like the the early 2010s, 11s, 12s, like the amount of sarcasm that that people were using was like (laughs) it was noticeable. Right. In your everyday life, but now it's it wasn't like, huh? yeah, it yeah. wasn't overwhelming. Right. And what's every person that all started with the jam hole back in 08. <laughs> that is <laughs> when the sarcasm and started. Might leveling. Even started sooner than that. <laughs> we put the first, the first little, when I dipped my Online, toe yeah. in the sea, <laughs> that first time I went to Mexico for rehab, <laughs> I, I put the seeds of my sarcasm into the ocean and <laughs> the ocean of the internet. Here we are in 2023 with a 5,000 mile along (laughs) (laughs) it's like a land bridge this is no shit though uh this is basically what people are calling the new normal these are causes and and possibly consequences from all of the sarcasm that people use along with i don't know if like i'm not really a scientist i don't expect many of our listeners to be scientists but like when you use sarcasm a lot, like it, it's it's hot, right? It's warm. So when there's a lot of it, it kind of helps warm up the planet a little. And so because of that, we've somehow created the world's largest brown algae bloom here uh, of sarcasm. The Great Atlantic Sargasm uh-huh. Belt. Yeah, how's the wildlife doing? And uh, well... We're not really sure what's going to happen. going belly up yet or what? It's providing rich marine habitat while absorbing carbon dioxide, so that's good. Yeah, that's a good thing. But then it reaches the shore, the bloom degrades water quality, it stinks, it attracts insects, insects and bacteria. <laughs> it attracts incest. It repels tourists, attracts incest. <laughs> it, it basically impacts all of your local tourist economies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? All of the sarcasm. In addition, local governments have to clean up potentially tons of your rotting sarcasm just <laughs> out here on the beaches. Uh, Hugh, who, who is this? Who? Hugh? Hmm? H-U? Hugh. Hugh. Who? Who? Who's on first? Doctor, Harvard University? Dr. Juan Min Hu. It's a professor at the College of Marine Science. Mm-hmm. You said uh, H-U, I was coming up with yeah, something. Yeah, Chuan Man Hu, uh, he <laughs> takes issue with a lot of these publications calling the floating sargasm bloom a blob. He says it is more like a belt. Uh, it's not, not so much a blob, but a belt that will strangle the countries that it, uh, that it comes into contact with here. Hugh noted the mass could affect shipping routes and trap smaller boats. Mm-hmm. By tangling around propellers and clogging intake valves. This is no joke. Mm-hmm. This is what happens when sarcasm is allowed to run unchecked, <laughs> gets out of control. He stressed the importance of boaters and captains paying attention to where they navigate. And if, if there's any sarcasm on the boat, just, you know, be mindful. Especially if you're on a small boat. Get it back to the dock. 
Is well, that? you know, docked boats in affected areas, they don't fare much better. No, nope, Doctor don't. Who says, although he repeatedly stressed that Caribbean countries feel the brunt of the Bloom's impacts, all of our sarcasm, it, it, it goes out of our mouths and into the ocean and into the current and ends up in fucking... Places you don't want it. The Caribbean. Yeah. You know, and that's devastating the coast, the ecosystems. It's suffocating coral, decreasing air quality, and impacting mm-hmm. local infrastructure. Probably, all right, probably poisoning all the dolphins. Uh, despite many reports, that coral dying is a big problem. Hugh doesn't anticipate the sarcasm to significantly affect the Tampa Bay area or most of Florida, for that matter. Now, God I can't tell. It. I can't tell if he said that sarcastically or not because it's obviously just text. Uh, He said beaches in the Panhandle and south of Naples could experience some impacts with more along the Florida Keys. Mm. Pinellas County, totally fine, he added, sarcastically. Mm. (laughs) Safe for typical summer seaweed clumps. (sighs) All right. Local managers are prepared to remove the seaweed in time for every day, in time every day before it decomposes. He explained it's the cleanup. It's not free. It's going to cause problems, but... It's nothing like major hurricanes or even the red tides. He says, I don't want to send out the wrong signal. I don't want to be too sarcastic here, but there's a huge blob coming to Florida. No, that's not the case. So if if you're in Florida worrying about it, you know, worry about hurricanes. Maybe, maybe don't worry about it as much. Yeah. Uh, even Brian, the huge blob did not want to come see you. Yeah. Brian LaPointe sarcastically said, quote, what we're seeing in the satellite imagery does not bode well for a clean beach year. It's incredible. (laughs) Incredibly sarcastic. LaPointe also explained that the hydrogen sulfide released by rotting sarcasm could cause respiratory problems for anyone nearby. Damn. Earlier this week, officials in Mexico warned of seaweed accumulations reaching three feet deep in some areas. That's so much sarcasm. It's too much. It's like up to your fucking dick. Mm-hmm. God damn. Yeah, you're waiting in it. <laughs> dick, dick deep in fucking sarcasm. The scientific unknowns complicate matters. He relayed there are only a few relatively small intermittent clumps of sarcasm in the Atlantic until 2011. When Matt went there. while the belt began forming 12 years ago its size didn't raise many eyebrows in the scientific community everything changed he said five years ago that's when it all changed first it was the sarcasm then it was the pandemic Mm -hmm. now it's ai Mm. yeah that's the next pandemic isn't it uh he added the mass increases annually on average and credited climate change and human influence for its explosive growth. Uh, you're welcome. Hugh called it a complex issue with many factors, like the harmful algal blooms that cause the red tide. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so that's, you know. Tone it down with the sarcasm. <laughs> just just think about it. In your day-to-day, you know, the, just know that... Because of your sarcasm, there's beaches in Florida that have a bunch of dead, rotting, gross fucking seaweed all over them. It's so and nasty. There's, there's, you know, millionaires out there whose boats are docked and they can't get them out because of all of this, this sarcasm that, that's out there, you know? 
<laughs> so where did that article come from? Uh, I have one from Scientific American. I have another from the St. Pete Catalyst and a third from News 4 Jax. So, you know, I verified my sources, Good, if that's man. what you're saying. No, no, I if just that's what you're insinuating. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I can tell you're being sarcastic. No, I was being serious. Okay, well. <laughs> what? <laughs> look up sargasm. S-A-R-G-A-S-S-U-M. I'm just saying. The more you know. So, uh, let's see. Moving on. Minimum wage around the world. This is kind of interesting. Going uh, up or going down? It, well, you know, it's not um, going great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is going. In response to soaring inflation, just, a, uh, just a, an aside here, Turkey's minimum wage has doubled since January 2022 hmm. from a dime to 20 cents. No, I don't. That's not true. See how it's me being sarcastic. I didn't catch it. Uh, Canada, 1545, U.S. 1550. That's not enough. U.S. number one. Yeah. And if you didn't know, the purpose of minimum wage is to establish hierarchy. If you... (laughs) No. (laughs) To establish a baseline income level for workers in a given jurisdiction. Actually, interesting. the origins of... uh a minimum wage are pretty fucked up. Well, yeah, but we're not talking about the origins here. Okay. We're talking oh. about the purpose of it now. The purpose okay. now, yes, but the purpose back then? Well, the, we're not effed, living back then, right? In the A. We're living right now. I know. I okay, know. maybe next week you can come better prepared with a full report on where minimum wage came from. Oh, I got a whole podcast you could listen to. It. <laughs> <laughs> can we just reference it? Just cut the recording here. We're going to play this podcast, <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Because we couldn't have slaves anymore, so we had to pay them something. Uh, actually, that's closer than you think. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. The order, I can tell you. No, nah, I'd rather not know. Okay. Well, BJ, uh, you're on the right track. Yeah. That's pretty okay. much. Yeah. <laughs> to to see close. how how uh, the minimum wage differs around the world, we have some visualized data here from Picody. And here, I'm going to, since there's people... Oddly watching live here. You How many can people check we got that out there? Do we got to start doing this uh, on Tuesday? Yeah, well, maybe. I don't know. You guys time? like Tuesdays instead of Sundays? Sundays? Sundays good. bad for you guys? I don't know. <laughs> it seems like Tuesday is really bad for you since we've only done this once ever. Yeah. I, no. it, I just felt like if I put it off anymore, it would wait till next Sunday and then I'd have two shows worth. And you'd I have can't, to do two hours. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd done a lot of work on finding them articles. So he's like, I need to use yeah, these articles. Yeah, no, I, I built this. You're like, I got to get this out of my system. I've been writing this show for a week and a half now. That's like, not for 14 years. It's going all, well, this episode. Gotcha. Not this show. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Cyprus, up 104.5%. Mm. And what does that make? $854. Now, what is this? Oh, monthly. Okay, monthly minimum wage. $854 uh, at the low end. Can you live off of that? Germany, $1594. Up twenty one percent. Lithuania like six hundred and forty six bucks. Belarus one hundred and eighty nine bucks. Wow. So is this a list of places we should consider moving? Well, like the like Pakistan has a minimum wage of one hundred and eleven bucks a month. Like if I took the remaining funding that we have, we uh, could live uh-huh. for at least another like week and a 14 half fourteen months in Pakistan. <laughs> oh, you think so? 
I don't know. I, I don't you know. could live I, quite a I, long I, time on uh, that in the Philippines. Actually, I was just listening to a Whoa. podcast about this. If you go to South America or like $100,000, you could probably live for like 10, 15 so, years okay, pretty comfortably. Pakistan, 111, uh-huh. right? Moldova, 180. Okay. I could do that. Or Belarus, 189. Wait, isn't Moldova where all the like models come from? Belarus. Nope. Moldova. Well, and Belarus. Yeah, and Belarus. Tons of models out <laughs> That's there. That's what for... I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. North Macedonia. Always wanted to live there. Uh-huh. <laughs> what about, does it say anything about Ukraine? Uh, Romania. Romania is cool. 393. Is that what you asked? 393 a month. Turkey. Is How's that what Italy you... going? Is the cost of living lower and that's why they get so much less? Is that like yes. what's going on? Or is yes. That a, <laughs> okay, <yes>. gotcha. <laughs> I, okay, I see. The cost of living is like, yes, very, much, much lower. Damn. So it's we just like make when money you go to Mexico, your money out. lasts you much longer. Well, it used to. Ah. I think they're beating <laughs> us currently. Now when they take your money, uh, it not lasts so long. They have two outliers here, Argentina and Turkey, hmm. uh, which have increased their minimum wages by 100% or more. Which brings <laughs> them up to $1.80 a day. Yeah, no, Argentina now at $336 a month, and Turkey, 457 America is so wow. ridiculous. What is going on? Yeah, but it's not, just, it's not just America, right? No, but what I'm saying is, like, these places are so cheap to live. Why is America, America's like... Right. Like, it's not even the highest. No, I know. Australia, $2,022 a month. Minimum wage. Yeah, but then... I also feel like some of these countries you could go and, like, not have a job in, and they would just pay you... Like California. Every month. Well, like... No, seriously, I've seen some clips where, like, homeless people are just, like, getting monthly checks from the government. Oh, yeah, the homeless... And free needles. They're done giving a fuck in Oregon and and California, and and they're just, like, doing more squatting. Yeah, for sure. A lot more squatting. Actually, they don't want you to squat, but you can definitely take a shit right downtown on Sunset Boulevard or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then if you're looking... At the U.S. minimum wage uh, per hour, you're looking from the West Coast, Washington, and California at fifteen seventy four and fifteen fifty. At the high end, going all the way to let's say like a, a Wisconsin or an Iowa or a North Dakota for seven and a quarter, or a Wyoming or a Utah or an Idaho also for seven and a quarter. Wait, so who's got the highest rate? God damn, what? seven and a quarter. Yeah, but what does it cost again to live in a Idaho or a Wyoming? It's probably about the same as Oregon. Or a Texas. It's like the same thing. Or know? a Louisiana. There's nowhere to live in North Dakota, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, you Everybody's just living squat. on oil rigs. There's you nowhere to squat, squat out there. You just fucking build a quick fence, like <laughs> 10 acres worth, right? And you just squat oh, that shit. squatter's rights, yeah. Exactly. Stick it out for okay. 20. And now this is my land. Now I can sell it, squat the next lot. Plot, yeah. Right? And then continue. And eventually you have enough money to build Damn. your own compound. Right? That's a good 20-year plan. Thank you. I wish I would have thought of it 15 20 years, years ago. ago. <laughs> Uh, so, so which yeah, place has the highest uh, in the states? Uh, Washington. And what? And then fifteen seventy four. What about Oregon? Oregon thirteen fifty. Okay, and then what has the lowest? Uh, Idaho. Uh, several states. The lowest was seven and a quarter. God damn, so half, half. But like a bunch of states. Yeah. 
I bet Texas is horrible, huh? Texas, yeah, lowest seven and a quarter, wow. along with Oklahoma, Kansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, What's Tennessee, Kentucky. Nine? Montana's at nine ninety five. Nine ninety five, not <laughs> even ten. So it's went up by like a ten sixty five cents since I lived there, like five years. So ago. Alaska, Alabama, and Arizona only have a ten year squat. Yeah, policy. Okay, okay. no where so I'm. So you got to take that into consideration but when you're choosing where to. Can you imagine squat? squatting for ten years in Alaska, though? Yeah, but there's like nothing to do out there. You That's would what I'm just, saying. And you would it's just freezing be cold. chilling. Yeah. Literally chilling. Literally chilling. You would spend all your time trying to keep chilling. warm. <laughs> yeah. And like Building that 10 igloo. years, it goes by like that because you're like, man, I spent all that you're, time trying to stay warm. A shivering brick. Now I'm like 10 years older. And I own this plot of fucking <laughs> nothing. <laughs> uh, it's almost Nerf War season. It is. Yeah. Uh, if you're a parent in Cincinnati, Ohio, you've probably been alerted. Uh, it's a yearly tradition for a lot of local high school students, but some say the teens involved are putting themselves in danger hmm, because of how the game is played. Are they putting grenades on the tips of their so, guns or what? Several parents have posted messages on social media trying to alert the community about Nerf Wars or Dart Wars. Well, mm. I think Dart Wars, that's different. That's yeah, what what's happening that? in Oregon, in Portland. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Uh, the messages <laughs> tell residents not to worry if they see teens hiding or camping around a home where another teenager lives or cars that aren't normally in their neighborhood parked around those homes Don't early in the morning it. or late at Don't night. Worry about it's it. It's fine. It's totally not people going to rob you. It's just kids about to ambush your kids playing Nerf Wars. Mm. Parents hope the community takes notice and that there won't be any issues stemming from the game so the kids can continue to enjoy it. We'd hate if, like, the cops came and shot some of them in the face or something. Yeah, I bet that's happened. Uh, But not all the messages are lighthearted. A post by the Milton Division of Police highlights some of the serious consequences teens can face. They said, we will fucking shoot you. And your dog. And your dog. We'll arrest your mom. Uh, it explains what Nerf Wars is and says that every year police receive calls about suspicious people or incidents that turn out to be related to the game. Did we ever have Nerf Wars? Fuck, Fuck no. Man, that sounds like so much fun. No, I, I don't. feel like. I just want to go camp out in front of like somebody's house and wait for him to like go start their car in the morning and just blah 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 i would totally be the parent that they're like okay well you know they're saying don't worry about if like you see a kid hidden out here hidden out there i ain't gonna worry about it i'm gonna go get my own nerf gun and let's play yeah does it feel like age like is nerf gun wars it's a good way to get shot just rolling up on somebody Mm. yeah for sure Especially with not everybody really knowing what it is. Or just assaulted. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you probably could get shot if you pulled out a something that even looked like you were reaching for a gun. That's uh, grounds to shoot people in a lot of places. Yeah, complaints. A lot of complaints that teens are popping out from between parked cars, not realizing they might be at risk of getting run over by fucking another vehicle. Really smart. Uh, they say that they are not asking for the game to be banned. They just want their teens, parents, community to be aware and be smart. How are they going to do that? Start wearing a, like orange, bright, vest? yeah, like a flag or something yeah. that says Nerf War, <laughs> Nerd War. Yeah, that's pretty dope, though. I didn't even know that was a thing. Since they're going to put up flyers and stuff, maybe it's a good area to go rob people in. Yeah, right. No, Did we're just playing Nerf like Wars. Shutting it's fine. down. Yeah. It's totally fun. <laughs> yeah, go to work. We're Could waiting for your kid to get think home. And like, <laughs> think about if you were a kid 
where we lived and they closed down that town and just let kids run rampant with their Nerf guns. I mean, that's what pretty much how it was growing up in yeah. the 90s. Yeah, for me, we had the Nerf bow and arrows and shit. Fuck, those were dope. Yeah, we did that all was like when in the streets. when Kevin Costner's Robin Hood came out and he licked that fucking oh, arrow. Shit. That one scene, <laughs> like I feel like me and my brother did that downstairs, just shooting bow and arrows, like licking the arrows and then Ugh. shooting them at each other. Like I remember, assholes. we got um, we got blow dart guns. Like the oh things. yeah. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we turn off all the lights in the basement and like mm-hmm. shoot each other with them. Yeah. I put one of those big old long darts through my friend's leg. Yeah. Oh, my. Our friend Freaked got hit right under the out. eyeball with one. Those like, things were out. like the long ones. I know. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, yeah. It's like you just shot Ben in the leg. <laughs> oh, yeah. My one friend out. got hit right in the toe. Like, it's in the bone. Yeah. Oh. I didn't His get parents to, were um, doctors. Like, though, I so didn't have okay. Nerf guns until I was actually an adult. Ah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's, that's your fault for being a foster kid. <laughs> Sorry. Not my Better fault, but, you know, hey. Better luck next time, huh? Uh, this neighbor, he said, one of the kids starts coming towards me in the yard of the house at the corner of the street, and that's when I noticed it was clearly a Nerf gun. And he starts walking over to me like he's going to ask me what I'm doing here. And I said, hey, I live down here. <laughs> the kid got real apologetic and then let me go. And then pulled a real but gun on see, me. But you see, the thing about it is, if somebody didn't have the lightning, or excuse me, the lighting I had, you'd think these kids had guns. If you had a gun, God knows what could have happened to them. Did that guy have a gun? <laughs> no. He's just threatening him for He's no just reason. saying, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, you don't, like, yeah. yeah. See, to yeah. reserve... Uh, to resolve your marital or any sort of relationship, friendships, that's... Nerf wars. Yeah, completely. Just have a Nerf war, laugh about it at the yep. end. I feel like a Nerf war could definitely turn violent. It's all fun and games till somebody pulls a bald one. Uh-huh. And, bald you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, until the blink's actually a real bullet. Or wait, yeah. no, you just fire a blink into someone's face. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's a murderer. You know what I mean. I bet that's a good thing. To put he, was in, he was in something we watched just recently. SNL? No. no, the tornado movie. Oh, yeah, the tornado movie. Twister? No, the newer one. What the fuck mm. was it called? I don't Let's know. Let's see, New Tornado. That's the ice. I don't know that I even <laughs> knew the tor- name of the movie. I was just watching movie. it with you. Was it good? It was a horrible one. I liked it. Uh, Sounds horrible. It had some parts and had some real good ones. No, it was actually not bad. 13 minutes? No. <laughs> what the fuck was it called? <laughs> I just, like, we literally just went into the storm? Ah. Uh. Was that it? I have Maybe. no idea. I'm not a real big movie watcher. Yeah, we no, probably we do it, or watch movies. Are you thinking of The Wizard of Oz? Mm, that's <laughs> it. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> Supercell. I think that was it. Supercell. Okay. <laughs> I can go with that. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, did you see this? A airplane landing on a helipad. No, I did not. All Sounds right. like a dangerous maneuver. You might want to check out this video here. Here you go. If you're watching live, if you're not, obviously, it's in the show notes. Uh, stunt flying Red Bull pilot. So he had wings, and it says Red Bull right there on the wings. No way. Yeah. He landed a fucking plane on that fucking little thing there. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? I wonder how big that helipad is and how what size that uh, plane 65 is. Sixty-five foot diameter. Yeah, and uh, he he got himself a place in the history books. For, no, that's super impressive. It's 
a, the record for landing on the world's shortest runway. Yeah. Well, I just listened to something that was talking about how the pilots have to land on the aircraft carriers. It's oh, yeah. The worst possible thing you have to do. You have to be super. It's super technical and really difficult. You know, that's funny you say that because I could do it. 10 out of 10 times on Top um, Gun, the NES the video simulator game. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like I was really fucking good at that. Really? I should I should have went to flight school. Yeah, definitely. How, <gasps> how's your vision? 20, 10-10. 10-10. It's in your blood. Perfect. Mm. I know. Flight. I was born to fly, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Red Bull Air Race pilot Luke Kazapila. Hmm is known for his flying skill and his thirst for Red Bull mm-hmm. and impressive stunts. It led him to set the goal of landing on the helipad on the side of the Burj Al-Arab Al-Arab <laughs> uh, Hotel. Per Red Bull's chronicle of the event, the pad measures 88 feet in diameter, is located 695 feet above the ground, 65 feet of that diameter is actual usable surface for the touchdown. Mm-hmm. Sticking landing got him placed in the history they call books. It a touchdown when you land a plane. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then if you almost land it, I think it's a field goal. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then if you crash land it, that's a punt. <laughs> it's a foul. Uh, achieving a foul. <laughs> achieving the feat required the utmost from both plane and pilot. They put Red Bull in just the plane and the pilot. It'd be dope. <laughs> I'm having a really hard time like taking this mm, even the most tiniest bit serious but it with is the really fact that serious. it's got a fucking airplane yeah no it's legit it's like red bull does not fuck around red bull. check that shit out like red bull red bull fucking threw that dude out of a fucking weather balloon and he did like the highest fucking super jump. skydive yeah right so he like skydive from, from the edge of space assuming that we actually <laughs> landed on the fucking moon and that that wasn't all fuck fuck you ben <laughs> That's pretty legit, though. Like, yeah. you know, he had to practice that shit a whole bunch. I mean, there's a whole video here of him him doing it. And like every he's like, nope. You're like, we need bigger breaks. <laughs> Less Red Bull, more breaks. Yeah, I'll have to watch this later. Is this a super dangerous thing to do? It's like a two minute movie. It's uh, I mean, I don't two know. Movie? It looks dangerous. It looks dangerous. No? I'm just going to say it. I why though? Like if you don't land, you're just gonna bounce and keep flying. So like or die. Big deal. I mean, it's not like he's gonna crash into the side of it. Right, but it's not like how can you catch your bearings and just like fly away from that if you're like tumbling? Why would you be tumbling? Because if you fall off the edge of something, you tumble. Yeah, but you're in a plane with wings and red bull motors off at that point. Yeah, but you still glide. You're not gonna just fall. See? I don't know. He just bounced right off the you top. Know, I'm of not it. a pilot. He isn't. He's clearly not either. <laughs> he's just a stunt man. Yeah, Look at true. him. He's like, nope, too high. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. His Been wife. They're like for like four years. I hope finally this got happens. the balls to I've do already, it. I've already spent half of his Red Bull check. <laughs> That's pretty nuts. Yeah. Oh, oh, skirt. Nice. He's like, just pulls the e brake. <laughs> His wife's like, yay. He's not dead. We're rich. She's like getting life insurance on him. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was pretty cool. I like airplanes and flying and, and Red shit. Bull. Oh, wait, no, you're a rock and, star guy. Yeah, well, I yeah, am a rock star. Yeah, okay. yeah, I don't. He'll have one from time to time. Red Bulls are expensive. They're super expensive. Do you remember when energy drinks came out? They're like, 
a dollar. A dollar. Yeah, that's I, why I drink rock stars because they're still like a buck fifty or like eighty nine cents when you buy them by the case. Back in just for the younger <laughs> people that are listening, back in two thousand two, three, four, before they got us super hooked on before them. the internet even came out at this point. <laughs> Sobe had an energy drink that you could just get out of the fountain soda. Oh, things. I remember that. I and got a like job. Oh, what was that like 60 called? Ounces. I got a job at a gas station just so I could have it for free on all day. tap. It's so on tap. Is that like Sobe Surge or some shit like that? No. I can't remember. Sobe Energy Google Sobe Energy Drink. Yeah. It was called. And that's how we'd wash down. Elixir. Our- Tsunami uh, yeah, yeah. Elixir. And we'd wash down a bunch of pills with it and <laughs> get all fucked up. <laughs> so, yeah. Whatever happened to Sobe? They turned into like syrup. Sobe no Pure Rush still around. No longer available in the United States. Yeah, what? too many heart attacks. Did they stop making in 2016? Sobe Life Water <laughs> was officially discontinued. Yeah, Sobe couldn't keep up. The Sobe brand was then bought by Pepsi, and the Sobe Life Water product was no longer produced. Because right. it was because it was actually high quality. Tsunami. Pepsi can't have that that shit was record. so good. It was like those orange vanilla ice cream things, but in a drink. I don't know. I never I like tried that, that one. I remember like the Sobe energy drink was like um, kind of like a fruit punch. Yeah. And it was red. Yeah. There Hawaiian was a pink punch. one yeah. that I liked. Yeah. There was a pink one. Mm-hmm. Remember they had a white one that was like looked like jizz. Oh, yeah. People loved it. It was like coconut. coconut it was something. so gross. Yeah, it was Ugh. nasty. Like, I like coconut right. flavored stuff, but that was not it. But I hate cum. Yeah. But I hate cum, <laughs> especially when it smells all bleachy. Uh, this tech tycoon was on a flight, and he offered $100,000 to this lady to take her mask off in a weird, interesting way. Mm, what? he ask? Just sitting With next his dick to her. Out. <laughs> a millionaire tech tycoon is currently being mocked. See, this is where some of that sarcasm is coming from, I bet. He's being mocked? Uh, for offering a co-passenger $100,000 to take off her mask on board a flight. His name is Steve Kirschk. He's been branded a creep. What? And much worse for his bizarre offer. Why is it creepy to say that? To to offer a lady two hundred thousand dollars. I mean, I'd take my mask off for a hundred thousand oh, dollars, easily, dollars. dude. I wouldn't easy. have a mask on to begin with. Yeah, well, I mean, I would just if so just that I knew that for someone asking me to take it. Well, off. Well, you can't take it off if if you're not wearing one, right? So I got to start wearing one in case the situation. In comes case, up again. right? In case you come <laughs> into contact with some like Mister Kirsch, Mister Kirsch, who is uh, itching to see what's under there. He took to Twitter on March tenth. Of course, where all the sarcasm first begins Mm -hmm. to reveal that he had asked his Delta co-passenger to take off her mask. The unnamed woman in first class refused despite his hundred thousand dollar offer. I'm on board Delta flight right now. The person sitting next to me in first class refused a hundred thousand dollars to remove her mask for the entire flight. No joke. This was after I explained they don't work. She works for a pharma company. Of course she does. He is the founder of an anti-vaccine group called Vaccine Safety Research Foundation. Oh, yeah. Cleverly named. Uh, He also shared a selfie alongside the tweet, which shows him sitting on the flight sans face mask. So are you supposed to still be wearing masks? No. So what's the... That's the thing. Okay, so there's a huge... You just can't shame people for doing it? There's a trend right now. 
Okay. Because <laughs> it's allergy season. All of these different states were pushing the mask so hard, and now people uh, have it in their head that they have to, and that uh, COVID's still a problem. So and now people, are, people that are still wearing the mask are getting made fun of in public and getting arrested for okay. wearing them in banks and shit. Okay. Yeah. So like it's becoming a thing where like where like they got brainwashed into wearing it for you so long. You do have to wear them in hospitals though. Yeah, but it's still dumb and doesn't do anything. <laughs> if I pee on you without pants on, and then I pee on you with pants on, Dude, like the newest, are study. you gonna get pee on you? <laughs> if I pee in your mouth, you have a mask on. Does the pee still get in or what? <laughs> Same thing with COVID. <laughs> oh goddamn. Yes, champ. She's definitely the weird character in this story. One person wrote, has it occurred to you that she or someone close to her is immunocompromised? Or were you too busy trying to make whatever dumb point you're trying to make? The thing is, the mask doesn't protect you from COVID. They never did. So who cares? If people want to wear them, who gives a shit? Uh, well, he's just making the point that she's a fucking moron. Right. But for a thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars, she's definitely a fucking moron. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, Some raise doubts about the authenticity of the story. Imagine pretending you have a hundred thousand dollars cash in hand and using that alleged money to try to embarrass a masked woman. Wait, was that in the story? Who he also had a hundred thousand in oh hand? My God. Likely does not exist. He could have just cash apped. But Bang the that picture's cash up. right here. That's making me think of one of those candy bars and like commercials. What would you do for a hundred grand? You what would for a you Klondike do bar? for a Klondike bar? Would he you offers take a that- Klondike bar to take the mask off. <laughs> take the mask off. I'll give you a hundred thou and you let me shove this Klondike bar right up your pussy. Deal. <laughs> On the plane. On the plane. What do they call that again? The Mile High Club? You keep it in there the whole time. Yeah. Until we land. Yeah. And, and then I'll pay you out. another 50 thou. <laughs> It's got vulgar. Uh, <laughs> it's a weird direction for that article. All right. Um, the dude in, in Mexico, Mexico president, he said that people just need more hugs. And that's for why real? there's such a drug problem happening right now. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah, I never get hugs. I'm always on drugs. It's right? insane. Yeah. He you must have been uh, listening to the Aquabat song. What is that? Hugs, not drugs. Is that a song? I know. You know, the president of Mexico gets cooler and cooler every month. <laughs> yeah, he's citing a lack of hugs and embraces for the 70,000 annual overdose deaths attributed to synthetic opioid. Did, did we cover that he plant. posted an image of an elf that was taken on his Twitter? On his public no, Twitter? but I did hear about that. That's yeah, really yeah. funny. It wasn't even a picture from the place that like that picture was taken two year two years prior in yeah. like Turkey or something. No, no, no. It was yeah. Mex- oh, was no, it? it wasn't. Oh, really? <laughs> Re- yeah. It wasn't even taken there. So what did he do that he needed to distract the world from? Uh, no, it, they're building a thing through that territory. And there's this whole like, there's like Don't all this old tradition thing. lore about like these fairies and sprites that if you don't appease them, they will make your tools disappear and yeah, they yeah. will make they're like mischief, mischievous tree. I want to say it's like in it's yeah. like in Switzerland so, or Finland it's or something. The gnomes just like yeah, on fucking gnomes, South Park. And they build the little houses and they leave them offerings and then the gnomes let them oh, do check whatever it out. they like do. Steal your underwear. The underwear. And so gnomes. the fact that Greenland? he the fact that he he pretended. To have pictures there, but they were like not even from that place or anything is makes just it more weird. It makes it super cringy weird. that he was like trying to 
Yeah. Maybe he was trolling. But either way, I think Maybe. in like Switzerland or something, they still go out. Like if they're going to build a new road, they oh, go yeah. out and ask the, the yeah. ferries. First. You have to. The ferries in Switzerland they do don't not fuck, fuck around, around, dude. No. They will crazy shove crazy technology. They'll too. shove Swissmas up your ass or something. <laughs> They'll make you sort yeah. it. Uh, so back to fentanyl here and the 70,000 overdose deaths per year in the U.S. That's not uh, people just need more hugs. Wait, 70,000 people overdose uh, per year in the U.S. Really? So we're like, wait, <laughs> that's that, not right. Hold oh, yeah, on. It sounds like a lot. No, it doesn't sound like enough. Well, because like we got 350 but million. It's here. a crisis caused by fentanyl, which is a synthetic opioid trafficked by Mexican cartels that has been blamed for 70,000 deaths a year in the okay. U.S. So just fentanyl, like 70,000 deaths. Fentanyl has killed 70,000 people per, per year, year in the U.S. Yes. All okay. from the, the for Mexico not having cartels. hugs. Right. I don't know. Man. He also denied that Mexico produces fentanyl. So he was like, we don't even make that shit here. Y'all need more hugs. <laughs> it's coming from China. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. They buy but it from China. He said there's a lot of disintegration of families. There's a lot of individualism. There's a lack of love, of brotherhood, of hugs and embraces. There is a lot of lack of that. I can't disagree with you know, that. Yeah, I, but I don't want to hug you until I'm on the drugs. So, like, you got to kind of, you know. Got to have yeah. two-way street hand here. in hand. Uh, he said that Mexico's close-knit family values are what has saved it from the wave of fentanyl overdoses. Is that it? I think what's saving it from fentanyl overdoses Experts is they're all moving to the states. that Mexican cartels are making so much money now from the U.S. market, they see no need to sell fentanyl in the home turf. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Cartels frequently sell methamphetamines in Mexico, where the drug is more popular because it purportedly helps people work harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what it's made for. As you know, our Mexican <laughs> friends sometimes are very sleepy. <laughs> AMLO has been stung by calls in the U.S. to designate Mexican drug gangs as terrorist organizations. Some Republicans have said they favor the using the U.S. military to crack down on the Mexican cartels. Mexican cartels were like, hey, have you tried this? <laughs> On Wednesday, the Mexican leader called anti-drug policies in the U.S. a failure and proposed a ban in both countries on using fentanyl in medicine, even though little of the drug crosses from hospitals into the illegal market. Well, that's silly. It's you still need same. to use it in the fucking hospitals. Like, it's a good drug. It's just not good when you mix it into something that people don't Shoot think up. they're... Well, no, like that you're not expecting. Well, yeah, but like if I know I'm doing fentanyl, then dope. I will adjust the dose accordingly. But if I think I'm getting a five milligram fucking Roxy Uh and and, and it's full of fentanyl, then you're dead. And I eat like 10 of the fucking. Yeah. Then obviously I'm (laughs) fucking not going to survive that. I mean, I would, but like obviously (laughs) normal people aren't going to survive that. Your average drug addict. Your average (laughs) drug addict is not going to survive that. There have been only scattered and isolated reports of glass flasks of medicinal fentanyl making it. This is fentanyl for my my glaucoma. This is my medicinal. (laughs) I do this medicinally, you guys. (laughs) Most illegal fentanyl is pressed by Mexican cartels into counterfeit pills made to look like other medications like Xanax, the Oxys, or the Perks. Cool. And then... On the coattails of that, I know you had mentioned this uh, the other episode, but that new thing called Trank. Uh huh. Did we discuss what it actually was? No. Oh, is this where the people were not able to stand up? 
xylazine. Xylazine? It's xylazine. What is that? That's the trank. Okay, okay. So I'm with you. Xylazine will fuck your shit up. Okay, so don't take you that. should definitely not yeah. No amount is good. It's not a good drug this especially when it's mixed with opiates. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing that your your normal Narcan that uh-huh. Oh right. I've told you many times I will kill you if you ever hit me with that shit. <laughs> Xylazine, if you have that in your it, it's like not gonna it's not gonna help. You'll die. Yeah. Okay. Because it's not an opiate. Right? Narcan only works on opiates. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Experts say that xylazine, which is a sedative used to relieve pain in horses <laughs> and other <laughs> large animals. Okay. That's why that makes. Okay. <laughs> and the majority of the U.S. Why would you need to tranquilize uh, a horse? Well. Many reasons, Ben. Yeah. Many of reasons. Like, Have what, you ever been on a farm? No. Like, if you got to make a video of, like, somebody fucking a horse, you're going to want that horse <laughs> slightly tranquilized. Or I mean, do you? I, I'm t- <laughs> Jesus. Mostly uh, when, you know, they need some sort of veterinarian care. That'd be the best snuff film ever. It's like someone's fucking a horse and it tramples the guy to death. And then the it end. breaks its leg and you got to put the horse down. <laughs> Jesus, oh dude. God. Uh... It was then, so yeah, it's it's used for the the big animals. Then it was illegally introduced illegally into the human drug supply to extend the high of heroin and fentanyl. How long do you need to be high on heroin? How long do you need to just be passed out drooling on yourself at the bus stop? Like, really? Twitching. Uh, And then, obviously, one of the, the horrifying side effects is that... Yeah. When you shoot this stuff up, it just like will make your arms fall off and your fingers fall off. Oh, oh cool! Does gives it? you ulcers and shit all over the place. What, so really? Don't fuck with that shit. I it's love my no body joke. too much. I don't want to see. Yeah, no. Xylazine is very caustic, apparently. Okay, so don't take it. It'll just eat your insides up. So what drugs are we supposed to? Unless do? you're a horse, <laughs> of unless, course. Unless you're a horse, horse? and you're fine. <laughs> God damn, no I had a can... horse that we tranquilized to, um... Well, you got some horse tranks on you. You know where to get some xylazine? <laughs> no! Like, back on the farm, um... Oh, yeah. We yeah. want to remove his balls, right? Yeah. So, we put him down, you know, tranked him, because, I mean, obviously, you don't want to be... <laughs> Sorry <here>. for this. <laughs> and then... And he's a mini horse, right, by the way. So... What are you doing to the He comes out of this shit. So, they put him... They hit him with another dose... He starts coming out of it. They hit him with another dose. The the fucking vet says, I can't give him any more. Uh-huh. So I watched them. Because I have none left. Right. I did the rest. <laughs> <laughs> so he had his, I like, associates there. I thought we were almost done. I, I was just gonna. God, that horse was a beast. So hugs, not drugs. That's but right. If you, but if you're going to do drugs, don't, don't do, do xylazine. xylazine. Yeah. If you are going to do xylazine, definitely don't inject mm-hmm. it. Spin a message from the jam hole. In the muscle. <laughs> inject it into the vein. But just don't, no, don't, 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 uh, don't, don't fuck with that. Why shit. not in the muscle? It's not good. Because it'll eat your fucking skin and everything in your muscle. It'll just dissolve it. But it's it like won't acid. dissolve the vein? No, it will. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't. Just don't use it. Okay. Yeah. No. Cool. Got like yeah, di- your best bet just don't use dilute it. Dilute right, the no, fuck no. out of it. Say no, no. Don't, 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 don't. I'm going to get a tattoo. No xylazine. Say no to xylazine. Xylazine free since 93. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought this was kind of interesting not to be outdone by Ohio, Minnesota being like, hold my beer. 
400,000 gallons of radioactive water leaked from a nuclear power plant. That's fine. Uh, Of course. Confirmed in November 2022, but just recently revealed this week. Minnesota agencies announced this week they are monitoring the cleanup of about 400,000 gallons of Mm. radioactive water that leaked from a nuclear generating plant near Minneapolis. It's a lot of water. The leak at the Xcel Energy Plant in Monticello was not revealed to the public until now because it poses no health risk or safety risk to the local. It's fine, you guys. The environment likes it when radioactive. <laughs> it's safe to drink. Go it's for it. Totally, Swim in it. Fuck it. Whatever. It's totally fine, you guys. Yeah, go get some floaty we have, toys. Listen, we've taken comprehensive measures to address this situation on site at the plant. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> While this leak does not pose a risk to the public or the environment, we take this very seriously, you guys. Damn, they were lying. Look how hard, but you guys, look how hard we're working. Right. We take this so clean up this water. We're taking this so seriously, you guys. (laughs) It's all under control. Go back to work. The leak was detected. Go back to drinking the water. It's fine. The leak was detected by routine groundwater monitoring systems and confirmed on November 22nd, 2022, according to Excel Energy which said it notified the state and the U.S. Nuclear Regulatory Commission that day. The Minnesota Pollution Control Agency and the Department of Health and the Department of Natural Resources are monitoring the cleanup at the plant, which is located along the Mississippi River, which is fine. It's not like that goes anywhere. Doesn't that go right through everything? (laughs) No, it's fine. About forty miles northwest of Minneapolis. Oh my god! That's All like the way through, right on down to no, the no, Gulf no. of Mexico, shh, baby. It's fine. The leak has been stopped and has not reached the Mississippi River or contaminated drinking water source. The water's fine, you They're guys. Fucking, that's insane. There's no evidence at this time to indicate a risk to any drinking water wells in the vicinity of the plant. It's totally fine if you just sign right here. This whole country is Saying fucked. that right, you can right never here. sue us. Here's your $500 voucher for the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> we'll be on our way. Thank you. He had a gift certificate to Applebee's. There you go. <laughs> Tritium. Oof. Wow. That's a a big one. Yeah. A byproduct of the production of electricity by nuclear power plants that emits low levels of radiation. It's fine. Mm, It's it's just tritium. Highly concentrated in your water supply. Yeah, I'll stop (laughs) fucking worrying about it. It's fine. You guys, it's fine. Our top priority here at the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency is protecting you. Yeah. And the environment uh-huh. that we just dumped all this shit. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Did you? Did we get you some vouchers? Have you been to the Applebee's? It's really nice this time of year. They have a great water treatment facility Ugh. located under their sink at the Applebee's. I wonder where the it's next fine. place it's going to get completely poisoned will be. I don't know, man, but I'll tell you what. Alaska? Yeah. It's looking pretty sweet. I don't know. I mean, it's far enough away. It's close enough to Russia, but far enough away from like everything else. Where was East Palestine again? Iowa? Ohio. Ohio? No, it wasn't Ohio. Yeah, Ohio. What? East Palestine? Yeah. Palestine? Was it Where Ohio? the thing was? Oh, yeah, it was in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Ohio. what I'm saying. Okay. I think you kept saying Ohio. Uh, I kept thinking Idaho, and I was like, what? And to wrap this up, I think this is pretty dope. This dude probably should just go to fucking Ohio, Mm -hmm. to the Mississippi River. He's going to live 100 days, this gentleman, underwater. 
because he thinks it's going to do some extraordinary stuff to his body. He's going to definitely will basically uh, become a superhero. I'll just come out and say it now. It's definitely going to do something to his body to be underwater Super for that long. prune man. Yeah. Your skin uh, will start coming he's off. He's a professor, mm-hmm. and he's going to set a new world record by living underwater for 100 days. Mm-hmm. The Endeavor is also studying how the human body responds to long-term exposure to extreme pressure. Mm-hmm. Hmm. He's expecting improvements to his health. What? <laughs> You're a professor? Interesting. He's going to pass out. Uh, including increasing his longevity and preventing aging-related diseases. Oh, because like you're going to just shed your skin uh-huh. and have new skin and his soul can leave his body and, and he'll be free because that that old skin, that's where all like the, the cancer and the toxins are. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, but my new skin, Ugh. my fresh new skin, right, is going to be fine. So where is he planning on? Doing I have this? gills in my new skin. <laughs> uh, Joseph Dituri, University of South Florida professor, hopes to do more than set a world record by living underwater for 100 days. He hopes to become superhuman Mm -hmm. the human body has never been underwater that long so i will be monitored closely the study will examine every way this journey impacts my body my null hypothesis is that there will be improvements to my health due to the increased pressure this guy is delusional can you like you imagine what your little nutsack and wiener would look like after a hundred days (laughs) in the water pressurized (laughs) it's all atrophied it grew little gills too. That's so dope. It's got fins now. The dorsal <laughs> fin up top. <laughs> Shark. <laughs> I am Aquaman. I am Sea Man. Ha ha. Uh, he served as a saturation diving officer, this guy, in the U.S. Navy for 28 years. And he believes an earlier study which showed cells exposed to increased pressure doubled within five days. Okay. So is he like going submarine deep or like what? That's what I'm trying to figure yeah, out. He's 55 he years old. He's staying in a hundred foot, hundred square foot habitat, 30 feet below the surface. 30 feet. Well, he's that far. Yeah. I mean, there's this pressure though, right? Like you go 15 feet. Submarine feel... for more than a hundred days. Well, yeah, but that's different. Oh, it's You're in a submarine. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> or it's like keeps it at it, it's pressurized but not that kind of pressure anti-pressure depressurized depressurized we're you. gonna circle back to this guy in about 110 days hey, find out. <laughs> uh that three and a half months this is happening at the jewels undersea lodge near key largo it's like a whole hotel down there that's dope while he's down there deterry will continue teaching his biomedical engineering class online while a medical team documents his health by routinely diving to his habitat to run tests. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, bud, how you doing? <laughs> uh, before, during, and after the project, Terry will undergo psychosocial, psychological, oh, they spelled psychological, uh, phycological, and medical tests that include blood panels, ultrasounds, electrocardiograms, and stem cell tests. Hmm. Sweet. Yeah, Sounds and they're like they're I guess they're deriving this from the the hyperbaric chamber hyperbaric pressure stuff. Yeah, it increases cerebral blood flow and hypothesize it can be used to treat traumatic brain injuries. I hypothesize that applying the known mechanisms of action for hyperbaric medicine could be used to treat a broad spectrum of diseases. Hmm. Mm. 
or you're just going to shrivel up to a prune. There's, so is he under the pressure or actually in the water? He's in the water, right? He's not like in a dry room that's just set at that much pressure. I don't that's know. what it sounds like, a habitat. Yeah, he's going like to keep a, teaching. A, a marine so. environment in the water, living underwater. The previous record is 73 days, which was set by two professors from Tennessee back in 2014. Hmm. Also at the Jules Undersea Lodge. Now I kind of want to go there. Yeah, I want to go check it out. You get Let's a tour? Check it out. Can we plan a, a trip? Gaines, you wanna you wanna go hit the lodge? I got nothing but time for something I like that. I gotta this. go hit the sauna and then we'll hit the undersea lodge. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's uh that's interesting. Hmm. It's, uh, well, Godspeed. Yep. I like one of the comments says this article has contradictions. The definition of null hypothesis is that the experimental condition is no different than the control on the study outcome. Um, actually, nerd, nerd alert. Okay, so you know those like globes <laughs> that you want to go stay in in uh, wherever the fuck that is, Iceland. Iceland globes. Yeah, those globes. Yeah, those are dope. Yeah. Okay, Snow well, globes. it seems like these are undersea ones. Under the sea. Under that the crab, sea. the mermaid crab. Under the sea. So you're wet or no? He's not wet. No, you're living in an enclosed environment. Well, then you're not pressurized. And you're not underwater. Man. Technically. I need to, we need to get. Yeah, we got to talk to this guy. We need to get this guy on the horn. We need to talk to the lady yeah. that's cutting what's dicks the, in the brushes, the... in the shrubs. And then this guy. <laughs> and then maybe the pilot from the Red Bull plane. Red article. Bull plane? The article. Ah. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. The article. All right. Uh, anything else? Happy Tuesday, everyone. It? All right. Happy, Happy we Tuesday. we can make it this week. Uh, uh, thanks for everyone that swung by. Ghostface and Gaines and Chippy. Wow, they listened to the Most whole thing. Our, well, no, Gaines popped in. They, they, they came and go. You know, that's yeah, what people do. We come and go mm-hmm. as we please. That's, mm-hmm. that's what we do. Freedom. Thejamhole.com. That's the website. Check it out. Email info at thejamhole.com. Dot com. Dot com. Check it out. Email info at thejamhole.com. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I guess we'll maybe be back Sunday for the normal show. Get us back on track for no, we our, even our weekly. Saturday, maybe Friday. We'll, we'll skip one. I mean, we could do a show every night this week. You're not working anymore. Technically, I'll come. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> Depends on who's asleep. All right. Well, thanks for listening, y'all. And uh, have a great evening. Have a great evening, everyone. Have a great Happy Tuesday, Tuesday evening. Everyone. Happy May. Everyone. March. Have a good day, Ben. Rolling down the street in my 6 foe. I never had a 6 foe. A kid can wish though. I snapped a wishbone and grabbed a fistful. Chilling with the dopiness of weed is all I wish for. I'm feeling blissful. I gotta miss this. My ginger always down to ride no matter what the mission. I'm singing this song. Got a couple albums out. We do alright, but it ain't really shit to write home about. Like to feed the fishbowl. Keep my stories mystical. I like my beats boom bap and rap to be lyrical. I'm feeling cynical. Craving a little ritual. Save my place in line while I try to find a miracle. I keep looking and looking and looking, but never find nothing. We've been lied to, thinking this surprise under super secret lies. Motherfucker sneak inside, going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Trying to 
to stay offensive Trespassing here like this land looks expensive Ain't no time like the present Trying to stake a claim Just make sure your claim stays away from all these other claims We're almost kinda running out of land here Living in the day of the dead and it's damn weird Same teams y'all, we just trying to get a bite to eat A little rest saved up, waiting for my time to sleep Head down, middle fingers up, yo I'm wide awake Never hesitate to stay about a hundred miles away Seven time and space while the wrecking ball the place I expect you all to play, running marathons today When the sick get sicker and the rich get richer It might be about time to rearrange our dinner Fix the system, the shit it's all nixed Waking up early gonna suck today's Going dark now, believe me when I say the shit is do or die Going dark now, believe me when I say the shit is do or die take care of Angela, man. He's, he's great. He's a wonderful lab partner, so it's gonna be cool. We'll keep an eye on her. Why don't you go fuck yourself, you weird little prick? I'm a teacher, okay? You can't talk to me like that, guy. I'm not a student, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. You are listening to The Jam Hole. The Jam, The Jam, The Jam Hole.com.